What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So I'm going to try to rush through things here um, only because I have a long day ahead of me or I suspect I have a long day ahead of me. But, you know, who knows? Anyways, um, let's start off with Terrence Cruz, Terry Cruz. Um, just my thoughts about the whole backlash he received um was it america's got talent one of those little talent talk shows or talent reality shows or whatever the case may be um i think it is america's got talent i might be wrong don't quote me on that but one of those shows where they have celebrities judging people for doing something talented uh okay um so gabrielle union was used to be a one of the judges on the show and she either, don't quote me on this, I think she either quit or was booted off the show. Um, you know, she, her reasons for why she was, I guess they didn't, they meaning the people in the background, right? The atmosphere of the show and everything, uh, did not treat her very well, right? They, uh, or there was a type of environment uh, that she couldn't stay silent about. And um, she exposed that. She said there was a very uh, racist environment. Oh, I know what it is. I know. It. Hey, it's early in the morning. I'm usually recording these around 9, 8, 9, well, 9 a.m. It's 8.04 now, but I started recording. I've been up since 7 uh, when I started recording my My Two Cents podcast, uh, you know, that would be linked in the description box below, by the way. But, you know, it's morning time, people. So please excuse my somewhat zombie-ish <laughs> thoughts or, or you know, demeanor, whatever the case may be. Uh, but I'm trying to get lively. I haven't eaten or drinking anything yet, but I'm trying to get lively. But anyways, um, what it was was they made a comment about her hair and her different hairstyles and what they said was that it was going to cause confusion with people for some reason uh, something to that effect that it's gonna it's a distraction one it's a distract they you know that shit they say about uh black women's hair and their hairstyles and things like that and they tell black boys who rock uh locks and stuff oh it's a distraction for their it's a distraction in the classroom when it, you know what I'm saying like you you're gonna suspend a dude or su- suspend a girl from graduating and say well it, she's causing a, he, they're causing a distraction when they've had that hairstyle for all three years they've been in middle school right and it wasn't a distraction then but now it comes graduating graduation time and now it's a distraction but it wasn't a distraction in the sixth or seventh grade or the majority of the year of the eighth grade year but anyways they they told Gabriel it's a distraction and you know all this other stuff and they were basically trying to police her hair obviously she has a problem with that I have a problem with that she was vocal about those issues it wasn't just the hair thing uh it was she said the overall toxic environment sexist and racist environment that the show has um behind the scenes and everything that obviously people do not see on tv because they want to paint the perfect picture on tv obviously um 
So she called him out. She called him out. Basically, she called out. Uh, once again, I think it's America's Got Talent. If I'm fucking up, once again, just replace whatever I said with the actual show. She called them out on, um, you know, their toxicity, right? She called them out on that. And obviously they felt a way because, you know, when employers get called out on their bullshit, Nine times out of ten, but ninety-nine point nine 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 times out of one hundred, they're not gonna respond pleasant. They're not gonna. They're not gonna take that uh, calling out from the employee and say, "Wow, you're right," or "Wow, maybe sit back. Let me sit back and reflect on my actions." Wow. Let us sit down and reflect on these various issues so we can create a, a non-toxic work environment. No, they don't do that. Like I said, 99.99999 times out of 100, they're not going to do that. They do the complete opposite. They get upset with the what what has been, been with that toxicity being exposed and vocalized. They then place blame and scold the employee for coming out and even calling out the, the the shit that's going on instead of sitting in the shit and saying well this shit smells good massa this shit is good so instead of you know rolling in and playing in the shit like a pig you know what I'm saying they call it out and they get upset with that employee for doing so you know what I'm saying? 99.9999 times out of 100. That's what the employer does. That's what, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be that. Somebody's going to probably try to, you know, disagree. No one, no one replies to the shit. But somebody's going to disagree and say, Well, there was a time where I approached my boss about something and he handled it really well. That's great, Janice. That's real great. Um, You know, your boss wants to fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> Um, yeah, to go back to this situation, um, she, she called them out and basically she was, she's off the show now. They got Terry Crews to replace, uh, Gabriel Union as the black voice of the show, right? <laughs> Cause you always got to have that one black voice. So they got Terry Crews to, uh, to, uh, replace her. Also, I guess there was a uh, racist comments being made by, uh, not by, but about the Asian um, co-workers. And Gabrielle stood up for them as well, right? Against the racism. Anyways, Terry Crews is now one of the hosts. And then he comes out and he, and his big goofy self, and he's, man, this is, being, being the host, being under massa. It's one of the greatest experiences of my life. I just love... Max gives me what I want. He treats me good. <laughs> you know? So he comes out and he, he does all that. And it causes a big, you know, uproar. People on Twitter, they're mad. People behind the scenes who was rooting for Gabriel, they're mad. Gabriel Union is... Um, is... Uh, 
you know, she's obviously mad and rightfully so. She's angry about the situation as well. She's mad about um, <clears throat> not only what went down, but Terry Crews simply just doubling, uh, not doubling down on what she said, but basically in a way trying to uh, disregard what she said, okay? And make it seem as though she's a liar and she is this, uh, you know, uh, moody black woman, this this angry black girl who just has an attitude and just was uh, uneasy to deal with because of her angry black girl attitude, right? So, people upset, people call out Terry after, I think, a week it was, it may have been too, but I think after a week of him not responding to the call out, he then re- apologizes and, and in this statement, which I'm not going to read verbatim, he basically says that he loves black women and he's in love, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not in love with a black woman, but he loves black women. He adores black women. He worships his sisters, his queens, and things like that. Um, he would never do anything intentionally to hurt Gabrielle Union or black women in general. Um, you know, all that sweet talk that would have sounded nice had it been believable. Because it didn't sound believable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can read the direct quote yourself. I know someone's going to be like, Hey, you're going to have to be more professional about these podcasts. And, 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 and all these things. You're going to find direct quotes. I'm going to do all that work just to get, what, 10 listens? <laughs> That's number one. Number two, hey, I never I never said I was like the most professional podcast. Could I be more professional? Yeah. Am I going to try to be more professional? Um going forward yes so you're absolutely right on that end but at the same time shut your motherfucking mouth if you ain't listening any way or if you're not gonna listen for the entirety of this episode people who listen to the entire episode to my podcast you have every right to say yeah that's right i'm giving them that right to uh suggest how my podcast should work or how i should prep for these podcasts right because they're actually listening to entire episodes and not just a, a topic or at least 10 minutes or so or less, right? I, but I still appreciate your little 10 minutes or, or fewer listen any way. But basically, um, he basically came out after getting a backlash about um, him in a way, again, trying to call Gabriel Union a liar. Um, and again, he, 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 he said it wasn't his intent. I don't think that it was his intent. Here's what, what I think after I'm doing all my reporting. Now I'm sharing my opinion There's a difference between me and news reporters, news reporters report. They don't share opinions. I report and share opinions because, well, I'm not the fucking news. Anyways, here's my thoughts on the whole situation. As you heard me say, Gary Union has every right to be upset. There's no, nothing she did to me is, is uncommendable. Uh, or, you know what I'm saying? I commend everything that she did. Um, you know, in fact, she handled it a lot better than what I would have handled it at. So, um, 
that's obviously a plus right there. So Gabriel Union gets no, she's not getting any type of critiques from me. I'm not talking about her. I'm done talking about her in a, in a, at, you know, at this point. Um, Terry Crews, though, on the other hand. I'm not saying he had to come out and, and lie and say, yeah, man, um, you know, my experience here sucks. And yeah, I see what Gabriel Union is, 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 is talking about. I'm not saying he had to come out inside with Gabriel Union and lie and say he is going through work issues, the same work issues, even though he doesn't have hair. But as far as the racism and a toxic environment in general, right, um, that he's going through the same work issues that Gabriel Union went through. Because their experiences could be totally different because they're two totally different people. Just because they're black doesn't mean that they necessarily deal with the same issues. Not all black people deal with the same issues, okay? It just so happens that all black people can be victims of racism and other toxic, um, other toxic, uh, uh, you know, things that could happen to black folks, right? And just anybody in general. But how I would have worded it if I was Terrence Crews and I was actually serious about, you know, my enjoyment of being a part of it, of, of this show, I would have said, here's my experience and my experience, I'm sharing my experience because I was asked, by the way, about my experience and two, my me sharing my experience is not to disregard what Gabriel Union said her experience was or to call her a liar. Um, I think if he had he made that now, he probably still would have gotten criticized, but I think the criticism would have been less people doing the shouting and the yelling at Terry. Um, would look I think less uh, um, like the the, 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 the the screams and the shouts and the anger toward him would look less warranted if he had just or came out and said hey this is my experience this is me detailing my experience is in no way shape or form trying to downplay what Gabriel said and what her experience was because I think that we should still take her what she said seriously and because of what she said I am keeping a close eye on the environment here and just my overall presence here being one of the uh the the co-host or judges on this show right Uh, if he would have worded it that way in a more professional way like that, I think that, again, the anger that the angry mob would look, they already look ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Not not everyone of this angry mob, obviously, but those who just latch on the angry train because that's what they like to do in life, right? Because uh, they feel as though they got no purpose other than to be angry. And for far other reasons other than that as well. But uh, those people will look even more stupider <laughs> uh, because it's like, all right, this man clearly said that he was not downplaying Gabriel Union's experience. You know what I'm saying? But you're saying that he is when he clearly said he wasn't. Uh, and he made it clear that 
he is still in support of her. But Terrence didn't say that. What Terrence Cruz did was he come out, he came out and he said, Oh, I love my bosses. I love everybody here. They treat me good. This shit smells good. I love rolling in this shit. That's what he did. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's not what he said, but that's what he did. Uh, and um, yeah, Terry, everyone calling you a weak link for this because of all the BS that you can do. Um, all the, 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 it seems as though you're this, this, the, the somewhat anti-blackness that you enact on. Um, when it comes to being anti-black men or anti-black women, yeah, man, it, you know, doesn't look good for you, player. It doesn't, it doesn't look good for you at all. Um, you know, I was listening to another podcast and they were mentioning, uh, this very topic and what they were saying was, uh, you know, Someone mentioned how they didn't like Terry Crews' comments about uh, how he has no loyalty to nobody but his wife, right? Um, and I think he has kids. Uh, but, I, you know what I'm saying, half black kids, but his wife isn't, isn't black at all. So, <clears throat> I think people took offense to, or some people probably took offense to those comments because it's like here's this black dude saying he has loyalty to this white woman right but I wonder if his wife was black would they have taken offended taken offense to a black man saying I only have loyalty to my black wife not to our black kids not to our black family members not to our black friends not to black people in general the only black person I have loyalty to is well the only black people I have loyalty to is myself and my wife. So it's like you know whether his wife was black or white or whatever the case may be. I think a comment like that it sounds super sweet. It sounds like oh my god he's just so he's super loyal man to his wife. He he till death do him part. But it's like you can be all that to your wife and not be a fucking asshole or fucking you know, opportunistic or just a jerk to everybody else, especially to your damn kids. I mean, they didn't ask to be here in this fucking world. That's the thing parents don't don't seem to understand is y'all bring kids into this world and act like they're a burden on your life when, yeah, times, there's been times where kids can be a burden on their their parents' life. Don't get me fucked up. I know. Uh, But, you know, I I know from experience as in I know there have been times where I've been a fucking burden. I'm going to keep it a funky. Uh, but um, they didn't ask to be here, yo. Just like how you didn't ask to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like you taking spirits from the fucking outer world and giving them human existence and being human existence fucking sucks. We That's that's talk for, you know, a, a different pod. Not a different podcast, but a different episode. I already got the topics that I want to discuss this episode. So I'm going to ride with those three topics. Um know um but as far as this one goes i can understand gabriel union's frustration i can understand people's frustration with terrence cruz right uh and i'm only calling him terrence because i i think he wants to be called terry and i kind of want to annoy him so i'm gonna call him terrence um but um yeah 
So, um, I understand the frustration. Um, Terry, though, on the other hand, I don't understand anything you did. I don't. I don't understand why, you know, and I know why he did the things that he did. I'm saying I don't understand it as in, I don't understand why you're a grown ass man and you feel as though this is how a grown ass man should move, especially a grown ass black man. You know what I'm saying? You, you're, you're better than this. You're more powerful than this. And I'm not just talking on a physical aspect. I'm talking on a, uh, you know, on the pro-black standpoint, brother. Like, you you better than this, man. Like, you really are better than this. Uh, and for you to be tap dancing all the time for the white man, you know, the white man disrespects you and all you could think of is, let me not attack this white man who sexually assaulted me because... I don't want to look like the 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 angry aggressive black man or whatever but you know what I'm saying you you have no problem being super aggressive toward other black men you have no problem uh in a way cuz that's what he what the fuck he was doing in a way uh let's keep it a buck downplaying the experiences of <clears throat> black women just to kiss up to massa you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got a problem being super aggressive in those ways toward black folks. But a white man touches your dick and rubs it on your chest when you tell him not to do it multiple times. That asshole don't, don't, doesn't deserve to get his butt whipped? Alright. Alright, Terrence Cruz. I said what I have to say about this situation. I'm gonna go check these notifications real quick. I'm gonna get me a cup of water. But... The show still continues, so stay tuned. All right. Back to all you, you're not professional ass niggas. No one's ever said that to me, by the way. But, you know, I am trying to get more professional. (laughs) But anyways, um, I got some video clips for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Grade A journalism over here. I got three video clips that I want to share with you all. Because um, we're going to talk about Gail King. All right. Stale Gail is what I like to call her because um, she's old and tired. And we getting tired of her fucking busted ass wigs too. But um, <clears throat> I I might be the only one um, on that ledge right there. Um, Just making an observation here. But anyways... Um, Gail King is another black person who went under fire for attacking black people. Um, and another black person who rightfully so is under fire for, uh, attacking a black person and her and Oprah. And y'all know my thoughts about Oprah. I did a show, uh, you know, title, Come Get Your Auntie O, and I shared my thoughts about Oprah. Um, this one is going to be me sharing my thoughts about Gail in this situation, just some overall thoughts about Gail. I won't spend too much time on my thoughts about stale Gail, number one, because I think the title <laughs> that I gave her uh, is self-explanatory. Um, also, uh, much of what I feel about Oprah, how I feel about Oprah, is how I feel about Stale Gale, too. So, if you want to know my thoughts about Stale Gale, 
and the words in the title still Gail doesn't give it away go back and listen to that show called come get your auntie oh um right here on the let's talk about a podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast and whatever i say about oprah can most likely be applied to stale gale but <clears throat> why well, i'm talking about stale gales because she recently did an interview with wnba legend lisa leslie lisa leslie um is a friend of kobe bryant rest in peace kobe bryant and um what Stel Gale did in this interview was part of this interview. I didn't see the whole interview. In fact, this is one of those situations to where you didn't have to see the whole interview to understand the outcry people had about this situation, right? Um, I don't think so. But um, what Stel Gale did here was basically try to get Lisa Leslie, a friend of Kobe Bryant, to tarnish this man's name, basically. She brought up the 2003, 4, 2000 and something, early 2000s rape uh, allegations. And, uh, you know, Lisa shared her thoughts on Kobe based off of Gail's questioning. And then it seemed as though it didn't go with Gail's, what Gail wanted, how Gail wanted Lisa Leslie to respond so then she doubled down on it you know what I'm saying 50 Cent also made a great point uh, which I might uh, play his video clip at the end of this uh, after I say all my stuff I think he made an excellent point um, about this situation again I might play that that's not one of the original three clips that I'm playing I'm gonna tell you right now the clip that I'm about to get into is the actual audio of the not the full interview but the question uh, about Kobe stale girl asked to WNBA legend Lisa Leslie so without further ado I'm gonna play that clip and then Gail I'm going to play Gail's uh, explanation. Uh, those are the two other clips. And then I'm going to talk about the explanation. All right. So clip number one, once again, the interview with Lisa Leslie, not the full interview. Once again, I suggest you go look that up if you want to. I'm not going to link that in the description box below. Even said that his legacy is complicated because of sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it? considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think 
that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to it went to trial. Yeah, it was the case it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify, so it was dismissed. And I think that that's how it. Gail King. <laughs> I don't know why this video got Snoop Dogg's per- perspective of it. Um, he he said some wild shit that I thought it was hilarious too. Um, I should have double checked the video, watched it in its entirety. I know I'm professional, right? Anyways, I'm not gonna play Snoop's perspective. You can go check that out. It is some funny stuff though. Um, <clears throat> but in regards to that clip. Because I will respond to that clip. I wasn't originally planning on doing so, but I will. Why not? Um, so, in regards to that clip right there, um, I think that people who are, first of all, the people who are saying things like, Gal's just asking the tough question. She's doing what a journalist is supposed to do. You're only saying that because you're anti-black man. That's what it is. I've seen a lot of the folks, uh, Ernest Owens bitch ass being one of them. The the ones that's always uh, attacking black men and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that's what it is. It has nothing to do with journalistic integrity. Because when journalists practice journalist integrity in your eyes toward people that you are a fan of, non-black men you can see how disrespectful the questions are you can see how whatever the case may be you you, you can see the faults in that <clears throat> but you can't see the fault in Gail's uh, questioning Gail doing what Gail does did or whatever it doesn't really surprise me like I said, she's cut from the Oprah cloth. Oprah would do some shit like that. Oprah would be shady as fuck like that. Oprah is shady as fuck like that. Um, <clears throat> but the thing about it is, it's, you know, this whole idea, and that's what Gail was trying to get out of Lisa. This whole idea of painting somebody guilty in the public eye. That's what they, 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 that's what, uh, 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 Gail, that's what all these anti-black men or, you know, all these weirdos do anyways, what they try to do is to get people painted guilty in the public, uh, in the court of public opinion. And we all know the court of public opinion in the grand scheme of things doesn't really matter. It means nothing. It shouldn't mean anything. And that's what basically what uh, 50 was saying. Again, I will play his clip at the very end. I still do have two more clips I want to play for y'all. And these are Gail's explanations as to why she... You know, basically her 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 response to the backlash and all this other stuff and who she's blaming for this clip being put out. 
because she's not taking blame by herself. That by let me just tell you right now, she's not saying I shouldn't have asked that. I I'm sorry. Um, blah say blah. She's placing blame on the network, by the way. But you'll hear that in your explanation. I've been up reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context, and when you see it that way, it's very jarring. It's jarring to me. I didn't even know anything about it. I started getting calls. What the hell are you doing? Why did you say this? What is happening? I did not know what people are talking about. So I've been told, I've been advised to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you. People will troll you. It'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me. Because I really want people to understand what happened here and and how I'm feeling about it. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really wide-ranging interview. Talked about many things. His career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide-ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well, what she thought where that should stand and I thought she it was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off during the course of the interview I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear yeah, that's bullshit. <clears throat> that's not why you ask follow-up questions, but whatever. Let me take a sip of water real quick. I don't want to keep, you know, <clears throat> all up in your head. <clears throat> Alright, so, that's not why you ask follow-up questions, uh, Gail. Stale Gail. That's probably why some other journalists would ask follow-up questions. But you, no, no. No, that's not why you asked those follow-up questions, okay? Busted-ass wig and shit. Um, do I have anything to say about this clip? Other than that last part that I just stated. <clears throat> I will say this before I get on to clip number two and then speak on that. This whole idea of the rape case allegation situation thingy thing McJig should be discussed a part of the Kobe legacy, right? Or just his life, not even his legacy, because legacy, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody adds rapists to their fucking legacy. That's not something that they aspire to do. Your legacy is things that you aspire to do, things that you have accomplished in life. Nobody, nobody in their right mind is saying, 
man, I want to aspire to be the best rapist of all time and the biggest rapist of all time. And that I want that to be my legacy, to be one of the greatest rapists of all time. Nobody, nobody does that, man. That's the number one. So stop, stop, stop saying that's part of his legacy because it's not. Basketball is part of his legacy. What he was doing outside of basketball is part of his legacy. These are the things part of his legacy. Not the unfortunate situation he and the victim, possible victim, found themselves in. Now, I understand, again, last week, I think I touched on this a little bit, where I said that, well, it's pretty much, what I'm pretty much about to say is pretty much what I've been saying. I understand not everybody is found guilty of the crimes that they're accused of, Um, but that doesn't mean every uh, non-guilty verdict means that the person is guilty of it or they got away with something you know the verdict was the verdict and we're just going to whether you like it or not you're going to have to accept it that whole court of public opinion bullshit doesn't matter but you're going to have to accept it because once again had this been somebody that scale stale and oprah was friends with had it been some white dude they were friends with accused of the shit they would let you all know the verdict is the verdict. And they would say, and for, 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 uh, just, just to go back to the interviewing clip, when, um, Gail said, well, you're his friend, you wouldn't know that to Lisa about the whole rape situation, right? Gail is right in that aspect, but Gail needs to keep that same energy. And this is my problem with a lot of these, uh, journalists and a lot of these people in general. Uh, <clears throat> y'all don't keep that same energy. Y'all clearly don't. Gail Stale and Oprah, y'all don't keep that same energy at all. Because if had y'all kept that same energy, Gail Stale, you wouldn't have ignored people when they were all up in your mentions talking about how come you haven't interviewed Harvey Weinstein or people close to Harvey Weinstein and asked them about their, their feelings on Harvey Weinstein's many, many, many accusations of sexual assaults. Not one. Many. She, she dances around those questions and says, I understand why you're upset. I understand it. I, I would be upset with me too. I am mortified. We didn't ask you how you felt about the, the, if you were mortified. We didn't ask you if, uh, if you understood our feelings we asked you why aren't you asking the same type of questions to the rapists who are or people who are considered uh, sexual deviants who are still alive. Harvey Weinstein, he's still alive. He's walking around on a fucking walker and, and trying to gain some sympathy. He, he don't need that walker. I already explained that. That nigga, that nigga lied. But you know, you're not at, you're, this man's alive. How come you're not talking about this man, talking to this man or people who, uh, his accusers are still out there. Kobe's accuser. And I'm not saying she got to be out there, but she's 
She's not out here talking about Kobe. She's not out here anything. She's out here living her life. Hopefully, she is happy. She is well. She is in a positive state mentally, physically in her life right now. Harvey Weinstein's accusers are still traumatized by that shit. Even though it happened years ago. They're still living. They still have to live with that shit. They have to live with this man walking around in a fucking walker. Out of jail. Out of prison. And you could bring up, oh, he's got a trial on this date, though. Okay? He's got a trial. Doesn't mean that those accusers do not want to be heard. Didn't an accuser show up to one of his trials? His last trial? And they tried to shut her down? Because she was screaming how much of a pig and a monster he was. Y'all don't, y'all want to protect the sanctity of white men. But do anything, especially when a black man is dead, y'all want to tarnish his, 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 his legacy. And add things to his legacy that is clearly not a part of his legacy. Because when you when you when you say things about that, it has to be with a serial sexual deviant, a serial sexual sex offender, such as a Harvey Weinstein, such as a a uh, a Bill Cosby. So I understand. I understand with the aspect of Bill Cosby. I understand. Such as R. Kelly. I understand. Why y'all keep bringing it up with these these dudes? Kobe's situation happened one time, and you never heard anything even close of it ever again. Not even him just grabbing a butt that he wasn't supposed to grab. Not him saying some wild shit to a woman, sending a dick pic, none of that shit. An unsolicited dick pic, by the way. You ain't never heard none of that shit. But guess what? You've heard that about Weinstein. You've heard the sexual, the uns, uh, the the rapes from from or attempted rapes of Cobby, Cop Cobby, <laughs> Cosby, multiple times. You've heard that about this the multiple statutory rapes of. Robert Kelly. Robert? Robert? Anyways, let's listen to Gail. <clears throat> Gail's stale ass explanation, second clip, and this is how she ends off her explanation. Very clear. And at the end, when she said it's time for to leave it alone, I, as I said, I thought that was powerful. And I insisted, I insisted that that part be in the interview. Because I thought that it put a nice button on that part of the conversation. Um, when the interview aired, we got a great reaction to it. Um, I talked to Lisa last night. I believe that Lisa was okay with the interview. And I felt really good about the interview. Really good about the interview. So for the network to take the most uh, salacious part when taken out of context and put it up online for people who didn't see the whole interview 
is very upsetting to me, and that's something I'm going to have to deal with with them. Uh, and we will, there will be a very uh, intense discussion about that. I also want to say this. I have um, been with Kobe Bryant on many social occasions. Uh, he was very kind and very warm to me. And I felt that we had a friendly relationship. I, too, am mourning his loss, just like everybody else. I still am shocked by it. It's tragic and untimely. And the last thing I would want to do is disparage him at this particular time. And I, I, I hope people understand that. And that's why I'm taking this time to speak to you directly. I've never done one of these before. I didn't even... I, I've never done one of these before, but this was so important to me that I felt I had to say something. I don't want to sit up on a set and read a prepared remark. Uh, I wanted you to hear exactly where I'm coming from and how I'm feeling. And to let everybody know that no disrespect intended. And now I've got to go to work. Uh, I thank you for listening. Well, thank you for thanking me for listening. And I'm not buying any of it still, yeah. Anyways, so I'm going to speak on the aspect of her saying she also had a friendly uh, uh, relationship with Kobe Bryant. Stale Gale, your friend Oprah, your mentor, your your this, the, the person that you want to live up to. You're supposed to be like the Nets Oprah or Oprah number two, right? You know, y'all, I think y'all are pretty close in age. But anyways, yeah. Your mentor. Don't matter, right? Um, she said... She also said that about Michael Jackson. She also would brag about how her and Mike were so close of friends. She still didn't seem... That close friendship still didn't seem close enough for her not to want to drag Mike's name under the mud. Now, Mike did some shit, too. I understand people. Mike's accused of some wild shit, too. Um, so, again, people got to do their jobs. And I understand that. I understand the aspect. I'm not saying these people should not do their jobs at all. People got to do their jobs. Let me not get it twisted. There's going to be people out there that's going to argue that... Uh, Gail and Oprah and you know anybody else should not do they they what they're doing is wrong because and the crazy thing is I thought I tweeted out that 50 cent uh link that video he did I guess not so I don't know if y'all gonna get that 50 response from me um sorry um you know you you can go check out uh i don't think he got it on his page but somebody interviewed him you can find it online you can find it on if i can find it online you can find it online but i'm gonna say it is it again she mentions gail mentions that she had a friendly relationship with kobe or she she too is mourning kobe And I understand journalists have to do their job. I did a lot of joking and this, that, and the third. I'm serious right now at this moment. I understand journalists have to do their job. Gail has to do her job. Oprah has to do their job. Despite how I feel about them personally, 
they have jobs to do, and I understand that fully. Um, but at the end of the day, there's going to be some point in time, and this is the thing about mankind, humans in general. We're going to have to make a decision, because that's what life is, a decision. And part of that decision, we're met with many decisions. Gail's decision in that situation, she had the, she could have said, okay, I feel this way personally about Kobe. I'm talking to somebody who also has similar feelings toward Kobe that I have. I can either decide to push a certain narrative about Kobe or let people have share their memories their thoughts their feelings about Kobe Bryant and at some later point I can share mine as well because this interview is not about me it's not a conversation between me and Lisa Leslie it is me Gail King interviewing WNBA Hall of Famer legend Lisa Leslie about her friend Kobe Kobe Bryant and again she keeps referencing the idea of people we the people getting it all fucked up basically because we didn't watch the entire interview and she references how she is proud of their interview Lisa Leslie had no issue with the interview I'm pretty sure the interview was dope I'm pretty sure it was a good interview about Kobe and everything else. I'm not saying, man, you know, throw the whole interview away. If I felt like it, I'd watch the interview. But I'm not going to watch it. Only because, again, like I stated at the beginning of this uh, topic, when I started talking about it. There are certain times where you don't even need to see the entire like clip in order for you to pretty much understand why people are reacting to this one clip. This is one of those situations. This is one of those situations to where people saw people, me including myself, we saw someone who was clearly trying to shift this interview a different direction because she said the interview was positive 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 and she claims that the only reason why she brought up this situation was because she wanted Lisa's thoughts on it I don't think that was the case I think the reason why she brought up this situation because the interview was going positive, 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 positive. And Lisa, with her greatness, did a great job at keeping the interview on the positive road. Lisa wanted to shift the road. She wanted to turn the lane, switch lanes and go from positive road to negative. She wanted Lisa to say, yeah, man, uh, you know, as a friend of Kobe <clears throat> and as a woman, I, 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 I have to say... Even though 
Kobe's a friend of mine and I never seen him act hostile toward women or have a mindset toward women that was anything that would be of that nature. Um, He's a piece of shit. That nigga's a piece of shit. She wanted Lisa to switch roads with her. Switch lanes with her. It didn't, but that's what she wanted. Gail, does that sound like something a friend would do? Would a friend, and I'm talking about you, not Lisa Leslie at this point. Lisa, you did a great job. Uh, you not on, not just on the court, but off the court. You, the things you do is just great. Uh, I love Lisa Leslie, one of the greatest basketball players. Fuck gender aside, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yes, I'm saying that. And it's not because of this interview. I'm a fan of the NBA and WNBA. If you're not a fan of the WNBA, you have no idea of what you're missing. That's number one. Number two, you have no idea of Lisa Leslie's greatness. There is YouTube, though, so go check her out. But, um, yeah. Gail, I'm saying, I'm asking you because you claim that you had a friendly relationship with Kobe. Probably not as close as Lisa. Definitely not as close as Shaq's. Definitely not as close as anybody else's relationship. Um, But you still had a friendly relationship with the man. So, you having a friendly relationship with this man. Why would you want to paint this man's name in a negative light? I asked Oprah that too about Michael Jackson. Because Oprah and Mike are... When Mike was alive, of course are uh, two people who can be seen together laughing it up, kikiing and hugging it up. Multiple times. So why would you wait until you all's friends are dead for you to talk shit about them? Why would you wait till you all's friends, and I'm saying this quotation marks, people, the words friends, um, are dead for you all to air some things about them that you don't necessarily like or agree with. If you're close friends with these people, anybody right now, if you're listening to this podcast right fucking now, let me tell you something. And you consider me one of your friends. Do not wait till I am dead for you to bring up a situation of mine that you think is problematic. Because I swear to God, if you wait till I'm dead for you to bring up that situation, I am haunting the shit out of you. That karma is coming your way. So if you listen, once again, and don't do that to any of your other friends as well. You know, not just me. Don't do that to, if you got a problem with something a friend did or said, you, you address that now while they're living you don't smile in their fucking face while they're alive and then when they're dead that's when you want to bring it up because they can't defend themselves that's some weak shit that's some punk shit that's some weak link type bullshit that's not something a true friend would do so I don't want to hear you get stale gal talk about how much of a friend you were to or how 
uh, you and Kobe had a friendly uh, relationship. Because even if that was the case, you could have easily said, hey, Kobe, you know, I was thinking, you know, these allegations, even though they've happened 2003, I I just want to know your thoughts on it. I understand that it's a touchy topic and we don't got to do an interview about it, but this thing has been bothering me. I think you're a great guy. I think I really love what you've done, um, not only as a basketball player, but about outside, but I really just want to have a discussion with you about this. It doesn't have to be a long discussion, right? It doesn't have to be an interview once again, but I really would just want to know. That is something a friend does. Not waits until this motherfucker is dead. And then bring it up and say, well, you know, I just want to know. I just wanted to know as someone who was a close friend of Kobe, I just wanted to know what she thought about it. It's not what a friend does. So, uh, I ain't got the 50 clip for (laughs) y'all. Sorry. Uh, But he brought up some great points, man. He really did brought up some some really great points. I I turned off my laptop, so unless y'all want me to uh, awkwardly pause and then turn it on, and then bring up the 50 quote for y'all. Because I kind of do want to bring up the quote for y'all. I mean, yeah, the statement for y'all. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be professional about it, right? I'm going to pause this, find it, and then replay. And then try to morph it into the actual... Yeah, man. I just try to... Uh, morph it into this topic here uh so next clip you're gonna hear is 50 cents actual response to stale gals question so i just didn't understand what the, what the goal is at that point because you know what Kobe means to the actual culture at the same time like they knew what michael jackson meant but if somebody... I just don't know what you're trying to do when the men are dead. But the system itself, the legal system, couldn't deal with it. What are you supposed to do? Publicly convict them? Is that the idea? Now, is it justice or is it revenge? At that point, right, if you're, not, and you're talking to people who know him, he's a good person. Like you are, What do you want to do about it? Now, he's gone. Who can defend him at this point? It's all public opinion now. So, it, it, no matter which way you look at it, I, I don't see what the goal is. I don't see how you can... Everyone's greater in their absence than they are in their presence, right? All right, so they're going to keep playing with people that are not here, and it's going to f*** them over. Because people are going to start to not like them in, in an intense way for doing that, because it's just not the right thing to do. Last topic of the day, we're going to talk about another, I guess, another fuck person, or uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, a weak link or whatever. Jamila J- Jamil. All right. So 
before I get into the 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 backlash she's getting now, uh, and it's not like intense like like the backlash Stale Gale and Terry Crews got, but I it, I feel as though this is discussion worthy for sure. Um, but here's my introduction to Jamila Jamil. I, I I you know what I'm saying like I would see her around. It wasn't until I got on Tumblr. And I think they're doing like this campaign on Tumblr where it's like basically this anti like not only just anti cyberbullying campaign, but anti just people being toxic as fuck on on the Internet. Right. Um, anti cancel culture, anti this and like just anti anti anything that has to do with negativity and the Internet, people being negative on the Internet. And. The statement I saw, because she made many statements, the statement that I saw that made me initially, made me look at this woman and say, this is not only just a gorgeous woman, but a smart woman as well, um, was her stance on cancel culture. She talked about it. Uh, I'm not going to say what she said, but basically her stance was basically what I said. And And I thought it was the only reason why I... Um, praised her for her stance was because she's a celebrity and a lot of celebrities the only ones who tend to be against cancel culture are comedians who've been quote unquote canceled right so the Dave Chappelle's um, you know what I'm saying like the other uh, quote unquote raunchy and disrespectful and homophobic or racist uh you know, comedians, right? Those who are really disrespectful in quotation marks, right? Those are the people who've been very vocal about being anti-cancel culture. Jamila, Jamila Jamil is an actress, but she's not a comedian. She's not one of these raunchy comedians. She's not a raunchy actress. She's not seen as disrespectful, right? So when celebrities come out and they are uh, basically telling people, the very people who make them popular, that y'all are tripping, y'all are being uh, toxic. Yes, I think that it's commendable because they could have easily done what all these other celebrities do and try to kowtow to these weirdo motherfuckers because they want to continuously get their money. But she didn't do that in that realm. So I thought Jamila Jamil was real. It wasn't until this, I'm calling it a fake announcement, I don't give a fuck, uh, this fugazi, this fake, this false, this, 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 this straight up just mockery, this, just, just trash, this announcement of her being queer, anything that has to do with, you know, the synonyms of fake, fugazi, false, faux. Anything that has to do with uh, the synonym of that. I think this was a bullshit. This was a bullshit statement to get people to back off her. And why people are on her is because, well, there's this show about the ballroom scene. Um, The ballroom scene is a scene that started in the LGBT uh, Q, uh, well, the LGBT community at the time. Um, 
primarily started by the trans community within the the LGBT community. And if you watch Pose, great show by the way. Suggest y'all watch it. But if you watch Pose, you would know about it. Um, or you would get educated about it. I'm not going to tell you much about the scene, mainly because I'm not of the scene, as in I don't walk in balls or anything like that. Um, but I do a- admire the 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 work that is being put in by all the members of the scene. I do admire that dedication that uh, people put in. I do admire the the beauty of the scene. I do admire just pretty much everything about it. I might not participate in it, but I can admire it. So, um, there's a new show, and one of the lead hosts of the show is Jamila Jamil. Why would that be an issue? Well, there is two trans women who are of the scene who were passed up for that very position. These two trans women, Amaya Scott, Trace Lissette. These two trans women, Amaya Scott's been in the ball scene since she was 16. Trace Lissette not only has appearances on Pose, but she has uh, passed various experiences in the ball scene as well, right? Amaya has led groups in the ball scenes she was the uh they call it the mother she was a mother you know of a of a house of you know the houses are the groups and stuff like that i'm doing my best to explain obviously people who are uh you know into it more than i am can do a better explanation but once again i still recommend that you all uh watch the show pose on fx by the way um you know the the current season uh, well, the recent season, because it's a show that comes on during the springtime, so it ended during the spring. I um, mean, it will be returning back this spring. Um, so you have two seasons to catch up on. Two amazing seasons, by the way, to catch up on. Um, just go on your FETs app or, you know, whatever the case may be. If you got FETs, you can watch both, is what I'm saying. Um, and if you got other means of watching TV, <laughs> You can watch Pose as well. That's all I'm going to say there. But, um, yeah. Um, so, these are two women. Two of the women that are probably two of the many women, I think. Because I feel as though they purposely, uh, this show purposely did not. They're using, obviously, the LGBT scene to, to gain popularity and this, that, and the third. But they're not really for the culture. They're using a culture to get popularity, to get money. Culture vulture, basically. Um, and they're not really of the culture. There you Then you have two women, Amaya Scott and Trace Lissette, who are of the community. And they are being passed up on. They uh, are being, you know, bamboozled and lied to and stuff. I believe that Jamila's response because she only responded to Trace. Trace was like, wow, that's funny because, and these are not direct quotes, okay? You can go check them out once again. I know it's unprofessional of me. Shut your mouth. Anyways, Trace basically said, hey, you know, I applied for this role. 
you know, and I was told and nothing. She she wasn't told anything actually. <laughs> she she she, the, the, she never got a call back. Nothing. Jamila felt the need to respond to Trace by saying, "Hey, Trace, you you applied for a different position." Trace then responds back and says, "No, Jamila, I didn't respond back to a different position. I didn't. I mean, I didn't." Uh, she didn't reply. I'm fucking up. She did not apply to a different position on the show. She applied for the very position Jamila has just been given. Jamila then responds with, well, I am of the culture. I'm queer. Now, those who are, I, I know I could do a quick Google search. But those who are of the community, because I want to hear from people. I don't want to hear from robots and stuff. And I know people, uh, you know, they control Google for the most part. Robots also control Google too. But I want to hear from people the meaning of queer. Because when I think of queer, I think of somebody who is maybe questioning their sexuality, not necessarily bisexual. Because people who are bisexual understand that they are uh, somebody who is attracted both emotionally and sexually to both sexes, both men and women, right? Uh, That is bisexual. But queer is somebody who might be questioning their sexuality, to my understanding. If I'm wrong, please respectfully educate me on what the meaning of queer is. I know I could do a quick Google search, but I want people interactions. Alright? Now, if I don't get people to answer, then obviously I'm going to run to Google. Google has always been, not always been a last resort of mine, but if I don't get responses from people or people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about, then I run to Google. But I want people's responses for that question. Alright? For that clarification, by the way, of queer. I do know that Jamila Jamil is has been with musician James Blake for years since 2015. So, and I'm not saying that because she's with a man, a cisgendered man, that is James Blake, the musician, um, that you know she she's lying about being queer. But I kind of think that she's not serious (laughs) i i really think she's faking the funk now and you know this is a problem to me because this is someone who i thought was a genuine person someone who was at least unafraid to share their opinions on touchy topics like toxic uh fans and toxic people on the internet um you know what i'm saying like because it seems as though nowadays the only criticism of other people celebs are allowed to do is when they are criticizing other celebs and all the poor folks who who like that shit eat it up because oh my god it's 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 rich people fighting and drama 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 right but this totally goes against my jamila's actions totally go against what i initially thought of the woman 
if she had just come out and say, hey, man, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying she had to lie. I'm not, again, same with the whole Terry Crews situation. I'm not saying she has to lie and say that she is feeling a way that she doesn't necessarily actually feel. You know? But to come out and then try to act as if though, hey, I'm still of the community, y'all. Hey, even if you are queer. I still don't think she would have been a great host for that, honestly. Uh, at least the position. I think, again, the two women I named, Amaya Scott and Trace Lissette, would have been way better. Now, it would have been a show that I've watched. Probably not, but still, just to see them get that shine, because these are two women that I, I, I've been following. Uh, uh, you know, a fan of their stories, uh, a fan of their presence. Um, and I just want them to win. You know what I'm saying? I just want these two women to win. And to see them get passed up on two women that I think are deserving of the position, um, it's fucked up. You know, I don't like to see it. And yeah, they got passed up for somebody who I once was a somewhat fan of. I'm not saying that, you know, Jamila Jamil, I was the biggest fan of Jamila Jamil, but I thought she was a cool person up until this moment. Now, I know people are going to say, really? To you, it might not be serious, but to me, it is. I'm not saying you have to feel the same way about Jamila Jamil that I feel. I bars, nigga. But nah, you ain't got to feel the same way that I feel about Jamil. Uh, Jamila. But, um, you know, it's it's just when I see people be fake like that, I, I'm someone that's all about realness at the end of the day, you know? Um, and I don't like seeing people, especially if I'm a fan of yours, I don't like seeing fakeness. Um, or at least if I saw some good qualities in you and I was vocal about it, because I was vocal about, yo, this Jamila Jamil cat. Now, I understand that she's been in controversies in the past, past controversies that I wasn't aware of because I wasn't aware of those. Uh, so to some people, this wasn't a surprise. To some people, uh, her being fake about this shit wasn't in, uh, wasn't a surprise. It was like, all right, here's Jamila Jamil being fake again. To me, those past uh, actions of her being fake or those past uh, controversies she's she's been in, they weren't. I didn't get word of that because Jamila Jamil is not an actress that's in my radar all the time. In fact, I don't even know what shows or movies she's acting. The only reason I know she's an actress is because after I saw that clip on Tumblr, I Googled her, I Googled her and I saw that and it said that she was an actress. You know? I assumed she was a model because she is tall for a woman. She's skinny and she's a gorgeous woman. So when I see tall, white or not, you know, not even white, but just, you know, tall, skinny women in general, because there's black women who are tall and skinny as well, tall for a woman, she's 5'11", so that's short in guys' height, but tall in women's height, alright, I don't make these rules up, in fact, I don't give a fuck about height, period, you know what I'm saying, but, when I saw a woman like that, I thought, she's a model, and then when, you know, I Googled, it said actress. She could very much be a model and an actress as well. 
I'm not saying that she doesn't qualify to be an actress. She doesn't qualify to be a TV show host or a judge or this, that, and the third. But for that situation, that show, the way that it is described, nah, there's, once again, there's Amaya Sky, there's Trace Lisset, there's Janet Mock, T.S. Madison. There's other trans women who have been in the ball scene. Maybe not. I don't know if Madison's been in a ball scene. Right? So let me not just throw her name in there because she's a trans woman. But there are women who have been of the scene, though. Who are very familiar. Who can add that realness of the scene to the show. The authenticity. But then you go pick this popular woman because she claims to be queer. She's queer and she's popular. So let's put her on. Yeah, that's not a good look, man. That's not a good look. Uh, and that's pretty much my thoughts on the whole situation. I, you know, again, it's, it's not a good look. Um, <clears throat> but... That's my thoughts. Y'all welcome to share y'all thoughts about the situation. I can understand why Amaya Scott and Trace Lissette are upset. And any of the other women who may have been qualified for the position. And the men too. Because there are dudes who are part of that scene as well. But again, it was started primarily by the trans community within the LGBT community. So that's why I named the two trans women. Right? But anybody who is clearly more qualified than Jamila Jamil should be upset. And if they were passed up and they vocalized their upset, I'm riding with y'all. And I hope you all don't dwell on this situation and um, let it get you down and you all continue to move forward. Because I'm rooting for y'all. Like I said, I'm a big fan of Amaya Scott and Trace Lissette. I'm, I'm rooting for them and for them to get the wins that they deserve. All right? Um... But that's all I got to say. This will be another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy. Different name, timestamps in the description box below. Um, again, you can listen to the 10 minutes or less. I still appreciate the listen. But I really appreciate those who listen to the entire episode. I really appreciate those who share episodes, who, again, comment, like, uh, share their thoughts to me. Uh, you know, you can subscribe as well. These are things you can do for free to show your appreciation and show your support of the episode. If you want to support monetarily, and that's a if, a if that would be greatly appreciated by me, but it's still an if. There will be a link to my PayPal in the description box below and my Cash App name. Any amount is appreciated. You can also hit that support tab wherever you listen to this podcast. Hit that support tab any amount once again or the amounts i believe with the support tab they have specific amounts but you could choose from any of the specific amounts that you want to donate uh money to and again that amount is still going to be greatly appreciated by me all right until next time until next episode stay black if you're black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbtqia lives matter Black trans women matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans men matter.
Didn't forget y'all, fellas. Y'all matter too. Uh, trans men matter as well. Um, you matter. Whoever you are, you matter. And I'm out. Peace. Thank you.